0: Hello, this is Collective Noun. For a high-quality program, press 1. You have pressed 2. This is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom.
1: Welcome to the show this
2: evening. Dom, ever since last week where we broke the delivery driver conspiracy where we found out that delivery drivers across the nation Mm. are interfering with our food, they're taking a couple of chips for themselves when they deliver Uh, food to you through food service apps.
1: It's the biggest story of the century, Zach. I fully expect... I think it is the biggest story
2: of the century, and I don't think that's an overstatement. No,
1: it's not. We will win Walkley Awards for breaking this story, which is, Mm. I believe, the esteemed journalism prize. Well, since...
2: We heard those stories on the radio of yep. all these delivery drivers mm. saying, Yes, we do eat your food while it's in our car. Yep. We've been wanting to catch a delivery driver red handed, and to do that, mm. we will need to get ourselves a van yep. to be able to do a stakeout later mm. this week so we can stake well- out in the street. And catch a delivery driver.
1: Everybody knows that you can't go on any sort of secret sting mission undercover without a van. An unmarked van is the number one thing you need. Well,
2: I've been on a mission this evening, Dom. If you go to Collective Nouns Instagram Stories, Dom, you don't go there yet. Okay. I don't want you to see what I've been <laughs> up to. <laughs> sure. But producer of Michael and I have found us in a warehouse, ourselves in a warehouse. <laughs> An alarm did go off.
1: <laughs> okay. But okay, well, be- I do on. have,
2: I do. before we get to 11 o'clock tonight, yeah. I do want to show you something that I have... Got for us, Dom?
1: Okay. For uh, everyone else? Uh, this, yeah. Go
2: check it out on Instagram now, but we'll have the big reveal a bit later. Uh, a
1: very important question I just need to ask for legal reasons yeah. Has anything been stolen?
2: Uh. No, no, but (laughs) possibly used without
1: asking permission. No, that's fine. I'm fine with that one. We can work with that.
0: Right across Australia, you're listening to Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. This is Dom's Google History.
2: Dom, you can learn so much about someone
0: by what they search on the internet. That's why
2: each week we go through your Google searches. You don't know what we found. You don't know what we're going to read out. But you do have to explain why you Googled What you Googled. Something very special tonight. We're going to do a special edition where all the Google searches I'm going to read out
1: were in a 20-minute period. Okay, well, that terrifies me. I'm
2: trying to think what I... How would you respond if I said that this was going to be a Stuart Little special?
1: (laughs) Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh no, let's get going oh, no, of I the know. Stuart little edition of Google History. Okay. The first search was Monday at 12:40 a.m. How was Stuart Little born? <laughs> <laughs> now okay, I was, I was on a YouTube hole <laughs> and I ended up watching some Stuart little clips. So but why did you how
2: did, why did you want to know why Stuart little, the mouse from the early 2000s movie. Yeah. What, what was your confusion with how he was born? Well, He's he, a
1: mouse. But didn't he have human parents? It was adopted. No, oh, I think in the original book he had human parents. Okay, well, not and in they, the
2: movie. I haven't read the book.
1: In the book, he ended up randomly being like they were expecting a human baby and they got a mouse.
2: Yeah, and but I, I mean, mean, if you start if you start saying that about kids' books, yes. I mean, how do the dogs talk? Well, I don't I,
1: I was just wondering if in the original book the the doctors gave a medical explanation. So what they're yeah. doing the
2: ultrasound and they're like, <laughs> is it a boy or a girl? Yeah. Well, it's a mouse. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah, look, I I couldn't find any medical explanation. But I did get the confirmation in the book. Apparently it is a mouse born to human parents.
2: Uh, The next thing you (laughs) searched, Monday uh, at 12.22am. How did Stuart Little get his driver's license? (laughs) You will remember in the movie, he drives a mouse-sized car through Central Park.
0: I believe he did
2: that unlicensed. That <laughs> yeah.
1: would be my assumption. <laughs> well, it's a little red convertible that he drives. Hmm. Um, and it's I, I, like um, my memory of the movie is pretty vague. The clips I watched, they made me... Like, I want to go back and watch it again. It's a yeah. great film. One, like, one of the greats. Um, but I was, like, watching it, and he's not... He doesn't look like a safe driver. No. Like, he seems to have pretty good control well, of the it's car. Oh, there's a mouse.
2: What do you expect? Yeah, no,
1: but he's got pretty good control of the car. Were you so, honestly
2: wondering how he got his driver's license? Well, no, no, no. License? I was wondering it's if it's a like, movie.
1: <laughs> I know, but I was wondering if in the mythology of the books or something. Yeah.
2: This like, isn't Lord of the Rings. <laughs> <laughs> there's not six Yeah. There's not six extra books okay. of uh, mythology no. and maths and language <laughs> about Stuart Little.
1: Explain this to me then. How did he get the car? I it's don't a remember. remote
2: control car.
1: Oh, is it? Okay, that makes a lot of sense. I've already gone to a a mouse (laughs) dealership. (laughs) I don't know. I couldn't remember the film that closely.
2: Uh, The last thing you Googled in (laughs) the Stuart Little binge (laughs) of searches was Monday at 12.43am.
1: Is Stuart Little still alive?
2: You are aware he's a fictitious character that was not a mouse they taught how to drive a car, wear tiny sweaters, and interact with human actors. It was a computer-generated image.
1: I do love the, uh, the fact that most people listening to this were probably asleep at nearly one o'clock last night or this morning. <laughs> well, clearly I was on Stuart Little. Why, my, what do you mean? Is he still alive? My, he's a fictitious character. Yes. No, my question was, because I know, I, I didn't know how old he was. I think he's about seven was what I found. Because that was another search, I think, how old is Stuart Little. I wanted to find out how old he was. Because then I wondered if in the film, because I couldn't remember the end. Does he die at the end of the film? No. Stuart Little. Oh, maybe I had a vague idea so. that he might No, he died. is
2: happily ever after. He meets another yeah. uh, mouse, and they get together, and they live in. I think it's a putt putt course.
1: Well, see, that's what I thought. I, I, I thought he lived, but if he lived, why haven't they made another one yet?
2: Probably because it wasn't very successful, or it wasn't <laughs> successful enough to warrant a sequel. I am. Uh,
1: I. This is my prediction. Keep an eye out. There will be another Stuart Little movie coming. This is—it's too good a film well, franchise. Oh, that was actually one of
2: your searches. <laughs> is there a new Stuart Little movie? I imagine they said
0: no.
1: I couldn't find anything. yet. <laughs> But fingers crossed, I'm ready for the red convertible to come
0: back out of the garage.
1: Let's do it again, Stuart.
0: This is Collective Noun with
1: Zach and Dom. I have no idea what's going on at the moment. Zach has taken both of us to the top of the stairwell here at the radio station with no explanation about why.
2: Well, Dom, you do know that last week we did blow open a conspiracy, a delivery conspiracy. We found out that delivery drivers may be eating your food mm. while they deliver it to you. That's true. Now, this has since appeared on a lot of news sites. It was even on TV today, Don.
1: Food delivery drivers have admitted that they sneak bits of your order before giving it
2: to you. Wow. Apparently, this is widespread. What we're wondering mm. is, are we able to catch a delivery driver <laughs> in the act? Uh, if we put in an order of some hot chips to one of these delivery services... Yep. Would we be able to catch one of the drivers eating some of our chips? Now, to do this, which we're planning to do later in the week, we will have to find ourselves a van so that we can do a stakeout. A good old-fashioned stick-in-the-back-of-the-van stakeout. Yep.
1: The van is the part of this that excites me the most, to be honest, because, you know, we, we can get the CIA-type headsets, all that sort of gear. Well, that's why I've taken you into the stairwell, dumb. As oh, I we see.
2: go down the stairs, I do have a special surprise for you. Now, you tell me what you see... <laughs> as we walk out the front door of the radio station.
1: <laughs> it's a van. What's in the car park? We've got ourselves it's a van. It's a van, baby. It's, it's th- a van. <laughs> and that is exactly what I hoped we'd get, Zach, your perfect usual white van. We've got a big old white van to do a stakeout. Now, this is if you've ever seen any sort of spy movie, this is exactly what's parked on the street when they're surveilling the house from out the front.
2: All right, what we're going to do is we're going to jump in,
1: dumb. <laughs> Here we go. Have a listen to this. Oh, that's beautiful. That's a van. That's beautiful. I'm hopping inside the back of the van, Zach. This is a great headquarters. So later this week,
2: this is where we'll be. This we'll is perfect. We'll be hiding out... Um... <laughs> yep. Okay, we're going to have to crouch a little bit. You can't stand in here. (laughs) No, you can't, but that's okay. we'll be in here. This will be the head of communications. I'm
1: thinking a little trestle table where we can count the chips. Yeah,
2: we'll probably have some black coffee and a thermos. That's pretty good. Like they have in the FBI. And we'll just be waiting out here to see if we can (laughs) catch a delivery driver stealing our chips.
1: Can we get like a whole range of computer screens that don't really do anything? But just to suggest we're monitoring I think so. I mean,
2: it's all empty in here. We can put whatever
1: we want. This is amazing, Zach. I'm wondering how you got it. We don't have a budget. No,
2: we don't have a budget. Um, (laughs) Also, the radio station don't know that I was driving this on the road (laughs) earlier this evening. (laughs) (laughs) And to be completely honest, when we got in the van, an alarm did go off. (laughs) So, (laughs) so, I mean, luckily no one from the radio stations listens to this show.
1: No, that's great. So they're not
2: going to find out. But I think if we returned it in one piece... This baby's all ours.
1: Well, look, get ready because uh, this van will be hitting the streets later in the week as we pull off the ultimate sting to catch delivery drivers in the act, stealing our food. Do you want to go for a drive while we wait? Uh, With my driving history, I don't think it's a good idea that you let me behind Uh, the wheel. Well, I'll jump in and let's go for a spin. (laughs) Let's do it.
0: Right across Australia, you're listening to Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Pretty
1: shocking news today, Zach, regarding love. Um... I'm a single man. I'm trying to find my way in the world, trying to find somebody to, you know, shack up with and share a life with.
2: Shack up and share a life. That's all he wants. He's reading that from his Tinder bio, (laughs) ladies and gentlemen.
1: Is that too much to ask? I ask you. Apparently so. But the the thing is (laughs) that there is a story out today. Now, I I would have thought that the places you meet people in the world, maybe on a dating app, maybe through friends, Mm. maybe at work is a good place to meet people. But apparently the hot spot where couples are meeting... Is it aerop- at airports, on aeroplanes even? To get <laughs> Which one <specific>. is it?
2: <laughs> on aeroplanes, I think. Okay, so, so couples well, are meeting on aeroplanes. So I find that. Yeah. I guess sometimes if you're, if you're sat down next to an mm-hmm. eligible single person and you strike up a conversation. But outside of that, I mean, yeah. you know, where are you running into people but, in, the, in the kind of alleyway between?
1: Maybe when you're waiting outside the toilets. Do you know what I mean?
2: So, where are you off to? <laughs> that's,
1: that's well, I mean. same
2: place as you. <laughs> that's how planes work.
1: It, it's a, it's this, The numbers are bizarre. So, apparently, there is a 1 in 50 chance that you'll meet the love of your life on an aeroplane. 1 in 50? That's pretty good. That so, means, that means
2: what? If you survey yeah. 50 people, one of them would have said, I met my significant other on an aeroplane.
1: Even bigger than that, Zach. They, the, they say that, apparently, on the average flight, two couples meet. So on the average flight, if you're driving home from the airport right now, you've just gotten off the plane, two couples probably met on that flight.
2: I that, find that I, hard to believe because I've never seen anyone hitting it off well, on a flight. this plane. is what
1: I'm thinking, right? Is I've never heard of a couple who've met on a... Have you ever even heard of a couple who've met on, on a plane? No. If one I've in 50 of doing have heard your
2: stories it. on planes where that guy next to you got angry at you for falling asleep. <laughs> okay. <laughs> do you remember that? I do remember that story. Oh, no. Yeah. Sorry. That wasn't it. Yeah. He fell asleep and you woke him up and that's why he was angry. Oh,
1: well, no. Because they said no sleeping on the plane. Turns out they said no sleeping in the corridors. <laughs> I misheard them. He got very mad that I woke him up. Anyway, that's a sidebar. The point is, I need to check if this is true. Because if this is true, this is an absolute game changer for my love life.
2: Oh, so you're going to be booking flights.
1: Oh, well. I all mean...
2: across the country all weekend. This
1: is a much better hit rate than any of the dating apps can offer. That's true. I'll be I'll be a frequent flyer on all of them. I'm happy to go, you know, Jetstar, Virgin, Qantas, Tiger. So you, do mind. you want to hear
2: some tips from people, do you? Yes. Do you want to hear from people who this has happened to? Yeah. And you want to know, like, well, how can I do it? How could I strike up a conversation mm. with another single person on a plane? Well,
1: yeah, 131060, have you met, uh, I guess, a partner on a plane? Or do you know somebody who has? I mean, if one in 50 people have, Zach. Uh, we have to have at least fifty people listening, yep. wouldn't we? So, so the, the we should answer. get at least one. Phone we should call. So get at least one. So if call we don't get this. any
2: phone calls, there's yep. two possible outcomes. <laughs>
1: yeah, that's it.
2: Either no, this doesn't <laughs> happen, and yep. the article was lying, that's or it. we have less than fifty listeners.
1: And you know, both are very likely. <laughs> so thirteen ten sixty. Have you met a partner on a plane or heard of it happening? Give us a call,
2: Jenny in Sydney. Has this happened to you, Jenny? Have you met someone on a plane?
0: I met someone on a plane, but I didn't want to meet him. It was the opposite. Like he, So I was on a flight from Kenya to the UK, so it's about eight hours, yeah. mm. and he was chatting me up the entire way. Uh, I wasn't interested, and I just had eight hours of him talking to me, and I just wanted him to shut up and that, go away. That is such
2: yeah. a good point, because yes. if they're trying to chat you up and you're yeah. not interested... You have eight hours there where you can't go anywhere well, I mean there's only so many trips you can do to the bathroom you can't yes. hang out there for six hours because <laughs>
1: well, if you're at a bar and someone attempts that you can just go to a different bar yeah. or go home even when you're on a plane you're in a confined space with them for a long period that's a of good time. Point.
2: Maybe they should have a no chat up policy
1: Jenny did uh, did he try to get a phone number or something How did you bear through the eight hours? Oh, he did try to
0: get my number several times. I tried the like, you know, polite, polite nodding and like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yep. Tried putting my headphones in. Tried feigning sleep. But like, it was just—it was like a horror movie. And I was like, oh, they're gonna, they're gonna, they're gonna make a movie out of this and call it Dates on a Plane. <laughs> okay, well,
1: Jenny's got some good. Jenny's got some good gear on her experience. That's pretty good, actually. Dates on a Plane is yep. a great title for a rom com. Just quietly.
2: Uh, Amy in Sydney. This happened to you?
1: Not to me. It happened to my auntie. Okay, how how recent? Um,
0: It was in April this year. She was flying to Sydney and there was a guy sitting on the opposite side to her that just kept looking at her the whole time and she just thought there was something wrong with her. Um, Turns out, no, he actually was very interested and Mm. in the end he followed her after they got off the plane, um, spoke and exchanged
2: numbers and they're still together to this day. Okay, well, it sounds like some people are meeting then, Dom.
1: Yeah, that's that's pretty positive. I mean, the, uh, I'll be honest. I'm not hearing for one story that doesn't justify two per plane. But if one's happened in April this year, at least it's a recent encounter. Uh, Ellie is in Melbourne. Uh, here we go. This is what I was looking for. Ellie, this you have a personal story on this one.
0: I do. Yes, I do. I um I met my fiance at the airport, technically, but we were on the same plane.
2: Oh, wow, that sounds like a rom com, Ellie. Yeah. What yeah. happened?
0: Um, he left his little, the little plastic passport to hold the slip at the check-in desk. Oh. And, um,
2: and this is like Cinderella. Yeah. You had to go down it and see like... whose passport fit in.
0: Yeah, pretty much. Wow. Um, well, actually I went up to him in the line. I was like, oh, sorry, um, you left this behind. And he sort of looked at me and he was like, oh, no, that's not mine. And I sort of had to explain that. I followed him from the check-in desk (laughs) to the line (laughs) um, to get him under the plane. The issue
2: now, Ellie, is that's a great story Mm -hmm. for you and we're very happy for you guys and I hope Mm. you guys have a long and happy life together. It does now mean (laughs) that Dom is going to be going to the airport just dropping as many passports around (laughs) as he can. (laughs) He's going to be spreading them out like birdseed, trying to get someone to follow him.
0: This is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom.
2: If you are listening to this, then there is a chance your life is about to change forever. We're giving away one million dollar... Idea! Imagine what you could do with a million dollars worth of... Ideas! From us to you, tax-free... It's Zach's million dollar idea. Some radio shows give away a million dollars. Ugh, jeez. Not us. No way. Because where are those shows when you run out of money? Nowhere, They're not returning your calls.
1: No, they're, they're off on their next giveaway at that stage.
2: That's why instead of giving away a million dollars, we give away a million dollar idea. Then you can take that idea and make as much money as you'd like.
1: So, Zach comes up with an idea worth a million dollars, and then it's all yours. The intellectual property rights are signed over. Where have you gone this week, Zach?
2: Well, I was walking to the train station today, and it was raining.
1: Okay, It feels to me, can I just say, like a lot of your ideas are surrounded around your walk to the train station...
2: No, last week's was on the train I got the idea. Okay, right. Sure. This was walking to the okay, train station. Sure, uh, it was raining and I had an umbrella. Yep. And I noticed all the water dripping off the umbrella getting wasted. Oh my gosh, yes. <laughs> now nah, that went into my brain. Okay. And I was walking a few more meters and I thought, Jeez, I'm thirsty. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Hit the drum roll. <laughs> This week's million dollar idea
1: personal water tanks <laughs> like i'm dubious about i'm dubious about playing the crowd applause there
2: no no that's a great idea personal water <laughs> tank so you know on your house how uh, the water runs off the roof into a water tank and you can use that for whatever you want oh, i am proposing a water tank yep. that attaches to your umbrella And all the water flows into it, you got free water. It's environmentally friendly, it's fresh, as fresh as can be, and no water is wasted. Personal water (laughs) tanks.
1: Now, have you done any sort of? Stati- we should mention also, if you want the intellectual property rights to a to personal water tanks, personal
2: water tanks could be yours on thirteen ten yeah, sixty. Give, us, give a us a call if you'd like it.
1: Zach's going to give it away to somebody. Some lucky listener is going to get this one. What
2: you don't think that this well, is a million dollar idea? You don't think this is an idea that someone could sell for a million dollars? I think it is.
1: So hang on, I'm walking around with an umbrella. Correct. There's an offshoot from the umbrella. Yes. The, where where's the water tank stored?
2: It's like a it's a, it's a water bottle sized water tank, and okay. it just attaches to the side of the umbrella. Okay. And all the water is funneled into it, so that you can ha- use it to drink. Yep. Uh, you could use it to water the garden that you're walking past. Sure. You could use it for whatever you'd like.
1: I'm sorry, Zach. This one's awful. No, it's a great idea. <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> this
2: What's your ju- problem with I it? Just, I don't trying, understand what your problem I'm is. I'm trying to
1: get on board with this idea. It's just, I mean, hydration is not a joke. <laughs> There's bubblers in parks.
2: Oh, no, there's not. There's not as many as you'd think. And also, you don't want to use those. You have oh, no, no idea what happened to them. Yeah,
1: you have no idea if the water that's coming onto your umbrella Oh, you're f-
2: not getting a random umbrella. It's your own umbrella <laughs> yeah. that you probably took really good care of.
1: <laughs> All right. Okay, look, I mean... I'll be honest. We've not received a phone response this poor. From that's million that's incorrect. No, that's They're not going incorrect. off. They're not going off. Zach's lying. <laughs> There's one person calling, I and I think got she's going for one or two more.
2: <laughs> I <laughs> think I'm thirteen ten sixty. We could squeeze you in now if you give us a call. <laughs>
1: Because the one person calling, I think, has the wrong number. I'm (laughs) honest, I've been calling a few times. If you would
2: like personal water tanks as an idea that you own, no one else can steal it, give us a call on 131060. (laughs) You're going to be so excited (laughs) when you take that to Shark Tank and they give you $1 million. Boy, the look on Dom's
0: face. Right across Australia, you're listening to Collective Noun with Zach and Dom.
1: We're giving away $1 million.
2: Idea! Imagine what you could do with a million dollars worth of ideas. From us to you, tax-free. It's Zach's Million Dollar. Idea! Dom, some radio <laughs> shows give away $1 million. Yeah. Not us. No way. Because where are those shows when you run out of the money? Mm. They're nowhere. They don't help you out anymore. That's why instead we give away a million dollar idea. Right. You can take that idea and make as much money as you want. This idea that we came up with this evening will go to one person and one person only. If you would like a million dollar idea, give mm. us a call on 131060.
1: Alright, well do you wanna I've got the drum roll and the crowd applause ready for you again. Get the
2: drum
0: roll.
2: Tonight's million dollar idea, personal water tanks. Yep. This would be a small water bottle sized water tank that would attach to your umbrella mm. and all the water that hits your umbrella would go into the water tank and therefore you don't have to bring water from home. Yep. You don't have to buy water.
1: You just drink it fresh from the sky. If it's raining in your... I, I, or this would be a clunky umbrella as well, just quietly. Cause no, it wouldn't. It's only it's a water bottle size bigger. It would have to have like a gutter around the edge to catch all water. Yeah, a water. small gutter, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I just think that's going to make it bulkier. Yeah, slightly bulkier. <laughs> anyway, look, I think it's not... I'm not on board with the personal water tank. Yeah, because
2: you don't like saving the environment, and I've always yeah. said that.
1: <laughs> I just think this is a minimal thing. But anyway, we, we are about to give it away to somebody. Not all the prizes can be winners on this show.
2: Emma in Victoria, would you like to win this prize?
0: Yeah, definitely.
1: You sound, in, you're sound enthused, Emma. Do you you actually believe this idea has potential?
0: Oh, uh, well. Probably not, but I mean, you can
1: give it a try. You know what,
0: right, I don't...
2: Emma's not getting it. <laughs> well, Sorry, re- hang on a second. No, I want someone who believes in the idea. This yeah. is my child that I'm giving away. Yeah. Well, that's probably not a great analogy. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, we, we don't think you should give children away. But it's, it's an idea that I would like to go to a loving home.
1: Right. Okay, I don't well,
2: Emma Emma didn't seem like that. She thought it was that good.
1: I wouldn't rule out Emma just yet. That might be the most enthusiastic response you get. We have Alex in Sydney. You have an idea to improve the personal water tank, Alex.
0: Yeah, I do. What's <laughs> it's that? It's a great idea, but like, I have a few um, adjustments. We love adjustments. <laughs>
2: Alex, what are you thinking?
0: So I'm thinking, like, you know how you wanted the, the like um, water to be put into a tank or a water bottle? Yep. I was thinking the actual stem of the umbrella oh. should hold the water yep. and then even filter it oh. at the top so then you can screw it off and drink it.
2: And you could you could have some type of straw, you yeah. know, coming out yeah. of the umbrella stick and so you can walk and drink it. That's, that's excellent. I'll be no, honest. I love that. I'll be I honest, love it. Alex.
1: You, you're winning me around. Yeah. That's <laughs> actually very smart. <laughs> but see, that's what happens. You get mm.
2: the ball rolling and an idea goes from a million dollar idea to a five million dollar <laughs> yeah. idea, just like that.
1: Okay, so I'm try- I'm still figuring out how the water would get from the edge of the umbrella into the center, where the the container would be though.
2: Yeah, so what the the umbrella is an umbrella shape, mm. and then it would come under. Yeah. It wouldn't go back up. Sure, it would just funnel into the middle. Okay. So you'd have it would be a different shape to what you're using <laughs> yeah. as an umbrella.
1: Sure, like a like a concave umbrella. Yeah, like inside out. Is that what you're saying? No, no, don't no. worry. You
2: don't understand. <laughs> okay. These ideas are lost on you.
1: <laughs> Yep, that's what's happening. Uh, we've got Daniel on the Sunshine Coast. Uh, what are your thoughts on this one, Daniel?
2: I think it's a great idea, man. Actually, I'm stuck in a drought at the moment. I've got yeah. animals that need water. I yeah. think putting it in a backpacks a great idea. Oh, that's have it a all good idea. Towards the back, have it, like have a tap system, so if it overflows, you can put a fresh bottle on there. Camelback. Yeah, yeah. I awesome. like they have those sort of like uh, like cyclists have their backpacks with yep. water in them. That's great, especially Daniel. that with a buddy. Uh, sorry, friend with a umbrella. You're right, that one's allowed. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but what, what we could do, Dom, uh And that's a great idea that Daniel's brought up. Yes, is okay. we could make these for animals.
1: Oh okay well so a cow
2: could be wearing one of these on their heads like a big umbrella and it could funnel down into their mouth.
1: I don't want to be driving past to feel a paddock. Okay, well it's not yeah. about
2: whether or not you want to see cows with umbrellas <laughs> on your head. it's about what we can do to help them drink.
1: All right well if' we're, if we're going the whole hog, why don't we why don't we find a way? to get some sort of uh, syringe on the end that injects the water straight into your bloodstream. I, what? That's what... <laughs> no, I'm just saying, to properly yeah, you hydrate you. You shouldn't do that. That's, <laughs> that's, that's not I what just... water does. <laughs> Isn't it?
2: Yeah, <laughs> you shouldn't put water straight into your bloodstream. I was just you shouldn't saying... be putting anything into your bloodstream. I <laughs> just
1: saying, something that could hydrate you immediately. Okay. Do you know what I mean? Drinking
2: it does pretty well. <laughs> <laughs> that's kind of the best way we have. <laughs>
1: All right. Well, uh, oh, you're
2: thinking of like an IV drip. Yes, is that that's what, you're what I was thinking. thinking. All right.
1: <laughs> I don't know what I, I haven't studied medicine at university. Um, I've watched. I love Daniel's but...
2: idea. I love Daniel's idea. Yes. Uh, uh, Emma wasn't completely on board, <laughs> but I do have what I feel like is a clear recipient.
1: Okay. Well, uh, <laughs> someone's about to win a million dollar idea and have their life changed forever. The winner is Zach.
2: Tonight, Alex from Sydney wins a million-dollar idea! Personal water bottles, personal
0: water tanks
1: are all yours, Alex!
0: (laughs) Thank you so much.
1: Oh, wow, Alex. Well, I mean, do you have a job that you're going to have to go and quit to put your time into this? (laughs) Potentially, yes. How is this
2: million-dollar idea going to change your life, Alex?
1: Well, hopefully the better. (laughs) Yeah, I'd imagine so. Well,
2: (laughs) it would be a pretty awful radio giveaway if it was for the worst. (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
1: That's (laughs) a whole different
2: radio show where we destroy people's lives.
0: We don't want to do that. This is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom.
2: This is Collective Noun's Out of Context News.
1: Making Out of Context News tonight, Donald Trump wants to see the Sex and the City girls reunite for a third movie. They're four very good people. They're friends of mine. And I don't think they're that far off. I don't think they're that far off, you know, famous last words, right? But I think we're going to get there.
2: Also, Pauline Hansen moved into a retirement village.
0: I love it here. It's mixing with all the people down to work. And guess what? No political correctness here, I can tell you. It's uh, it's a great place to be.
1: And Kim Kardashian was asked how often she does number twos on the
0: toilet. Um, maybe once a year. I don't oh, okay. do them that often. Right. Maybe twice a year. This is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Facebook Marketplace. Prices rise. Right.
2: This is where you have to guess the going prices of things found on Facebook Marketplace. Dom, Facebook's version of Gumtree or eBay. Yep. This week's edition. Are all things being sold either because the other person in the relationship doesn't want it anymore, mm. or there's been a relationship breakdown and this was an item left at someone's house?
1: This is selling the leftovers of the ex. Now, this is... a. Uh This is going to be a hard addition, Zach, because I imagine the pricing structure is a little bit off than usual.
2: Yeah, it's a bit harder because people have different motivations for selling. 100%. Our first item this week, Dom, and if you get all three within within $1, we'll buy every item for you. Brilliant. uh, Is a barometer. Now, this is what the description says. Barometer for sale in excellent condition. Can be hung on a wall. Selling due to moving house and the wife is not a big fan of atmospheric pressure.
1: Okay, well this isn't a breakup, they're just moving.
2: Yeah, I said it's either right. because the person wants them to sell it or oh, I a breakup.
1: Right, so a barometer is like a weather station, yeah? That's
2: well correct. it it measures atmospheric pressure. <laughs> yeah, right. As said in the description. Um
1: my dad would love this. He would. It would
2: this it, is it, a large wall mounted one.
1: It's my dad's birthday on Thursday, so if this is a competitive yeah, price. Well, maybe. Um I reckon oh, if it's large wall mounted, I'm gonna take a pump that's two fifty.
2: Incorrect, $50. Get yourself a bargain. Ooh, get that for your dad. That's
1: pretty good, actually. I, I'm no, All jokes aside, I'm going to get your contact details on that after this.
2: Our next item, Dom, yep. is a West Tigers jumper.
1: Okay, the NRL team, the West Tigers.
2: As new, West Tigers hooded jumper worn only three times, selling <laughs> due to not supporting them anymore since my ex-boyfriend and I split up. <laughs> so I imagine, oh, this is great. I this imagine is great. that's uh, the boyfriend's team. Yep. And the ex now is uh, <laughs> doesn't want anything to do with that uh, team anymore. Uh,
1: this often happens when a couple starts dating. Yep. One will get on board the other's sports team. It's a bit of a show of support. But you're not going to continue that love afterwards. I reckon they're, they're throwing that at a bargain basement price, 10 bucks.
2: Oh, no. They still want a pretty good price, $45. Okay,
1: well, that's I'm telling you, that they're is dreaming. absurd. They are dreaming. I don't think it would cost that much more in shops.
2: Our last item, and you're not doing so well this week. Yeah. But this is a tandem road bike. <laughs> now have a listen. Have a listen to um, this description. Purchased the bike thinking I would ride it with my wife. Rode it a couple of times, and it's been garaged ever since. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. per- purchased a few years ago in perfect condition.
1: I reckon eight hundred dollars.
2: Seventeen hundred. Oh, that's way steep.
1: Off. That is. St- how good is the tandem bike?
2: Well, it's a tandem road bike. It looks like what they'd use in the Tour de France if that was tandem bikes.
1: <laughs> and does it say how long that one's been listed for? Because I uh, reckon that's been on Facebook Marketplace for. It a... does
2: not say. It's actually been. Uh, it used to be two thousand. <laughs> yeah, okay,
1: that's come down on that number of
2: times.
0: <laughs> right across Australia, you're listening to Collective Noun with Zach
1: and Dom. Zach, in the history of this show, one of the major talking points, something we keep coming back to, is my diet. And, um, look, this has been such a big talking point that once we even had a listener of the show rock up uh, to something we were doing and, uh, not, you know, not to get a photo or talk about that they enjoy listening to the show, but because they were seriously worried about my diet. They had serious concerns.
2: That's why most people come to any events we put on (laughs) is to express concern in person. (laughs) That. (laughs) that they think Dom might die soon (laughs) if he doesn't change his ways.
1: Look, if Danielle is still listening, thank you for the concern. But here's the (laughs) thing. If
2: he doesn't change when the doctors tell him to, why would he change when
1: (laughs) someone who's not a doctor tells him to? The major concern has always been the amount of dairy I eat, particularly cheese. I love cheese. There's a lot of cheese in his diet. A lot of cheese. And I've said to you before, Zach, that if at some stage in the next, you know, 50 years, a scientific study discovers that cheese is actually the secret to a long life, I'm going to be immortal. <laughs> right, that's just going to happen. He'll never and die. I'll never die. And you'll all feel like such idiots eating your vegetables. Yeah. Well, anyway. I don't think that's going to happen. Well, don't you, Zach. Uh, what about this headline that's come out over the past day or so? It's time to reconsider low dairy diets. Well, this is interesting. This is the first line of the article. Okay. Well, can I just say that yes. vegans
2: are going to be filthy at the moment. <laughs> they, oh. They're going to be throwing stuff
1: <laughs> at the radios. And to be well, honest, yes. I'm with them. <laughs> this, is, this is how it begins cheese and yogurt were found to protect against death from any cause <laughs> now this is scientifically proven apparently it most won't be any cause no so apparently that's what they found uh, it's a thing i think I got to stop a bullet though <laughs> no but like total mortality is like a, a genre and it protects against total mortality so they're saying the more cheese. Uh, look, my interpretation, and I haven't read the whole article. Uh, yeah, <laughs> oh,
2: yeah, I think that's obvious.
1: My interpretation. <laughs>
2: Your interpretation is, of a headline is that the more. Ask me the yeah, article. The Do you more, have the full article there? there
1: it is. You haven't read it. Yeah. My, my interpretation is that the more cheese you eat, the longer you live.
2: No. <laughs> I, I, d- I doubt that is it.
1: I think that's actually the story. Now, I this is outstanding news for me and for the cheese eaters of Australia. You're perusing it, and I can tell that you're stumped because it says what I said it does, doesn't it? It's legitimate. No. It is. I'm immortal. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna die.
2: But I don't understand that like this one thing comes out on this website, nbcnews.com. So you've obviously gone searching for this. <laughs> it probably came up in your cheese Google <laughs> Google alert that you yeah, have. Sure. Um But when the doctors tell you to cut down on mm some of the foods you're eating and to increase your veggie intake. You don't listen to them but you listen to anything that backs up the current diet you already have.
1: You know what? I just backed myself in against the medical profession (laughs) and I imagine the dietitians of the country are feeling like idiots right now. If you go to see a dietitian... They're angry. They're joining the
2: vegans. (laughs) They're throwing stuff at the radio as well. No,
1: if you go to see a dietitian from now on I'm pretty sure they'll they'll throw away the old food pyramid and it will just be a wheel of breeding. So
2: what do you think we're going to be watching marathons now? Yeah. And instead of Running past those <laughs> tables full of Gatorade, yes. they're going to be passing out wheels of brie. <laughs> just take a mouthful of those 38 k's in.
1: Well, you know what? That would almost entice me to run a marathon. <laughs> that would be just, and you just like
2: it. you just got to imagine the next the next <laughs> wheel two kilometers away. I can make it.
1: Anyway, so when you guys are all off dying, I'm going to be living forever, which is great news for me. Uh, that is all I got time for on the show tonight. If you want to hear the full thing back. Search for Collective Noun on iTunes. You can get the podcast there. We'll see you tomorrow at 10.
0: Bye. That's all from Collective Noun. Grab podcasts and videos online on Facebook at Collective Noun Comedy.